There's a lot of um, interest in heat pumps, far more than I ever thought there would be, but uh, maybe I shouldn't be surprised because it looks like heat pumps are having a bit of a moment. We've heard, like, we, we all know they've been around for a long time. They're not new. They've been around for years and years and years and years and years, but they haven't really taken off, at least not around here. They, they are used more widely on the coasts, for sure, um, but it appears they're starting to gain um, not only interest, but people are starting to use them more and more often because of a number of reasons. The insiders say the tech is better. They work better. Uh, there's some government incentives out there. If you want to go this way, you can save yourself a few bucks with some rebates from the government. And also, more people are looking to cool their home, and this will do that as well as heat it. So they're starting to gain in popularity. So let's find out what they are, because I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea. We're going to talk with Greg Donahue, the product manager at Reliance Home Comfort. Greg, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. Let's just start. What is it? What is a heat pump? What does it do and how does it work? Yeah, uh, that's probably one of the first questions that everybody asks. So, I bet, right? A heat, uh, yeah, like a heat pump is, it's an air conditioner that can operate in reverse. There's a reversing valve uh, and it and it operates the exact same way as an air conditioner, but it has the ability to reverse the flow of refrigerant so that it's uh, extracting heat from the inside and pumping it outside in the summer to provide your air conditioning. And then in the winter, through the power of refrigerant, the refrigerant is going to get to a temperature cooler than the outdoor temperature, typically down to minus 30 is the minimum operating temperatures of these things. Uh, and it's actually able to extract heat from outside and pump it inside in the winter time. So it's a, it's a heating and cooling device, kind of like an air conditioner, just that can operate in reverse. Okay, so like like I say, I have a little, well, it's not little, it's actually fairly big. It's a portable air conditioning unit I got at Costco. You know what I'm talking about, the one on wheels. Uh, they're pretty popular. Um, so I have to stick the exhaust tube out the window because it's screaming hot air that this air conditioner produces. So that's how it works. It just reverses it, and in the wintertime, that screaming hot air comes blowing back inside. Um. Not quite the same way. Um, what it's actually doing is through the power of the refrigerant. So uh, when you compress a gas, not to get too technical for your listeners yeah. here, but when you compress a gas, it gets hotter. And there's uh, a, a unit on your indoor air handler, your furnace typically, that, uh, that has an expansion valve. So when a gas expands, it actually cools. So it's just really operating in reverse. It's not exhausting hot air directly. It's okay. really just heating that coil indoors during the wintertime. Okay, and probably the next question you get from people is, how much does it cost? What is the cost of a heat pump versus a furnace? I mean, in terms of cost-benefit, how does it break down in terms of dollars and cents? Yeah, uh, that is a popular question, of course. Um, and one of the things I want to make sure I clarify, there's because there's a lot of different kinds of heat pumps that are out there. So there's, you know, the most popular is air source heat pump. Uh, and then there's central ducted. So if you've got ductwork in your home, and then there's a ductless mini split as well. So, and then there's ground source or geothermal, and that's a completely separate game that involves basically digging a well or digging a, a pool-sized or larger hole uh, in your in your property. Uh, but what we're referring to and what we've seen the most popularity of is the air source, and those 
I mean, the ones that we have here at, uh, at Reliance Home Comfort Bill, probably uh, after tax and rebates, anywhere in the, the 9 to 15 range, 1000 Gotcha. Okay. So is that comparable to a furnace? or that, That's a little more than a furnace, isn't it? Uh, it it would be a little bit more, but I think it's certainly um, not that much more to put it out of the question, if, especially if you have an older furnace uh, in your home. It's, it's probably very much worthwhile considering the extra couple thousand bucks to, to get both brand new and have that peace of mind. Right, because you've got the AC component to it as well. What about operating costs? Is it cheaper? We all know what we're doing with natural gas for our furnaces. What's the operating cost like for a heat pump? Yeah. Um, so on the cooling side, it's really easy to compare SEER ratings. So typically heat pumps are, you know, they're, they're the latest and greatest technology, uh, which also means the most efficient typically. Uh, so you can easily compare and you can find online uh, lots of calculators that'll say, all right, I've got a 10 SEER air conditioner uh, in my current home. And now I'm going up to a 20 here potentially on some of these heat pumps. And you can, you know, you're getting twice as efficient. On the heating side, that's where it gets interesting. Um, there's so many factors that play into it. How hot do you want your home to be? What's your, what's your thermostat set at at home? How, uh, you know, are your, are your windows single pane, double pane? How well insulated is your home? Uh, there's so many factors that go into it on the heating side that, giving uh, a savings number is is almost impossible yeah. what i will note for some of your listeners out there i'm sure who who don't have a natural gas connection who may be on propane um natural resources canada themselves you can read it online they've, they've published a study that says if you are one of those uh homeowners that is not on natural gas you will save money just given the price of, uh, I'm sure your listeners uh, know how much they're paying in, in the propane refill, uh, you will save money if you're on uh, not on natural gas. Gotcha. Okay. What about having it installed? Like, I've got a furnace that I've had a long time, so if it finally gives up the ghost this winter, and it just might, um, is it a major retrofit, or is it just swap in like I would swap in a new furnace? Yeah, if we're talking um, like the central ducted style, so if you've got your furnace already at home, um the heat pumps now are uh, quite similar to installing just a typical air conditioner. Uh, there's a little bit sometimes with some of the units of extra wires, temperature sensors, uh, depends on kind of your existing setup. But for the most part, they really do install a lot like uh, a traditional, uh, traditional equipment. Gotcha. Okay. Now, um, the one thing that I and, and people are texting me and as as you and I are talking and like, yeah, it works in BC. It works in the Maritimes because there's a cutoff. You go past minus 20. It's no good anymore. It can heat your house. You still need a furnace. Yeah. I, is that true? Can you can you operate year round in Edmonton or in Calgary with just a heat pump? Yeah. So um, every Canadian, I think, uh, maybe with the exception of Vancouver, but even if I'm out in Vancouver, I would still want a backup source of heat. So every Canadian is going to need a backup source of heat. And, and that's actually the most popular, uh, setup that we have seen, uh, our, our homeowners across the country, uh, choosing is to go for the full system. So, uh, you've got your furnace. It's like a hybrid car, right? So on, when you're doing city driving, the electric uh, motor, the electric heat pump in this case, will will take over. So city driving being the, the shoulder season. 
Um, then when it gets extremely cold out during the winter, uh, you've got your furnace there for backup heating. So, uh, and that furnace can be powered through natural gas. And then there's also, uh, what they call air handlers and you can add in a, a heating kit, which you can almost think of it like a, like an oven element, um, that would provide, and as long as it's sized appropriate. Uh, that can that can power the the backup heating needs. So it is a misconception that ah, yeah, the heat pump like it's not going to work for me. It's too cold. You're not wrong, but that's why um, you know everybody recommends that you you have to have a backup source of heating. Okay, so you do need something for the really really cold days. That that that's you true. got it. Gotcha. Okay, got it. and typically that's again in the form of that furnace. Uh, some people may have electric baseboard heat. Um, it really depends on the setup for the individual. Gotcha. Okay. Um, are they having a moment? Are you seeing this, uh, you know, in, in our part of the country? Are, are people starting to pay more attention? And are you seeing these start to get picked up more often? Um, definitely when I look nationally, yes, yeah. we've, seen, we've seen five to seven. We're like, we will see five to seven times the, the volume that we did in, uh, in last year. Wow. We'll see that this year. Um, it's definitely more pockets of the country are picking it up at different times than others. We're seeing the beginnings of it in Alberta. So, um, I think that, you know, there's obviously, uh, oil country out there and, um, this is, this being an electric, uh, option, it, it might, uh, you know, different homeowners may have different perspectives on it, but we are definitely seeing the beginnings of, of uh, the trends in Alberta. Would the electric cost to run this thing, and like you say, it's going to be, it's, it's pretty hard to put a number on it, but is it, you know, is it high? I mean, do they suck a lot of power or are they pretty energy efficient? And I understand, like you say, it depends on your particular setup and your house and your insulation and all that. But in terms of the unit, do they draw a tremendous amount of power? Um. So on the cooling side, again, that's yeah. really easy to yeah. compare seer to seer. On the heating side, uh, they will draw more power as you approach that minimum operating temperature. So one of the things that we do is work with the individual homeowner to say, you know, how comfortable are you with doing your, your, your set point, your changeover point, the point at which your backup source of heating switches over? Do you want to do it at minus 5, minus 10? Uh, we recommend it somewhere in that range. Otherwise, yes, you would start to consume a lot more electricity. Um, and I think there's a study that Natural Resources Canada did, the cost effectiveness yeah, of yeah. pumps. You can Google that. But, uh, yeah, we would recommend that eh, somewhere minus five, minus ten, uh, that you use, you just, you cut over to the, uh, to gas. Interesting. Okay. Good stuff. Greg, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you being here.